Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Well, today I'm going to share with you my third installment on the subject of mythomaniacs. It's a new word I've come across. It's the word for the week, mythomaniacs. We've been talking about uh, people who, you know, are believing lies. They live in this myth that politically, you know, all the fighting and wrangling that's going on, certain groups are just convinced that the other side, they're the monsters. And actually, folks, there is some truth to some extent about that. And politically, folks, it's no longer a division between the left and the right. It's more a political division between good and evil. Some people are certainly living a myth. Their political party and what they want to propose for our nation is good for our nation. And I'm here to tell you, folks, it's anti-God. It is evil. And we must, as Christians, stand up against it and become vocal in our opposition. And that's why we invite you to join us at the Corner of Truth and Courage. Don't just hear the truth on Christian radio and in your churches, but actually have courage to act on it, to speak out and stand for it. And one of the most obvious ways you can do it is in the election that's coming, vote. Vote for candidates that stand for righteousness. Now, you're not going to find a perfect candidate. I'm here to tell you, President Trump has many faults, and we've, you know, we've blistered him for some of his um, words and actions and deeds and stuff there. But um, compared to the alternative, um, there's a clear difference between the two. And also, if there's anything we've learned about what's going on in our society today, it's very important even about our local elections, who you vote to be your mayor, who you vote to be your sheriff or your governor, your city council. We kind of let those things go by, and we're seeing the disasters. I mean, city councils can defund the police. Crazy. So we better vote the whole ticket and look out to those situations. All right, well, let's get back to our subject, kind of, Followed that rabbit there for a little bit there. But I want to get back to this uh, mythomaniac uh, thought here. I believe uh, we live in a society of an illusion. And it sometimes feels good to live in illusions. Sometimes we purposefully buy mirrors that make us look skinnier. (laughs) We, We tell ourselves lies. This mythomania, let's face it, I think sometimes even... We Christians can be a part of that. My wife tells me about this vanity sizing that goes on in the, in the women's world in clothes. I mean, when she was in college, she used to wear an eight. And not long ago, we were on a big diet and we got back down to our college weights. And what was an eight for her then today is a two. Or even a zero. She said, I can't believe I'm fitting in, you know, dresses and outfits that are sold today as a size two or a size zero. These vanity sizes. 
It's that concept to make you feel, even though you're gaining weight, uh, what a person is wearing an eight today is much larger than an eight was you know, 30 years ago. Now, men's sizes, they kind of stay the same, you know, and, and we can't hide behind that. You know, my 32 waist went to a, you know, 36, 38, and so on. But anyhow, uh, so, and, and we give today participations uh, for trophies, trophies for participating. Why? Because we don't want anyone to feel bad, and we're going to give them the illusion that you're a winner. Um, and then they hit the real, real world later and find out that um, you know, not everyone is a winner just for participating uh, doesn't mean that we um, we succeed in life or get the job or we get fired from the job or whatever and we don't understand these things other people live in some illusions today that's sinful that's wicked that God calls sin remember Bruce Jenner you know saying that he you know b- born a male <laughs> Uh, with all the attributes of a male, a great athlete in his day. And he said, well, I feel trapped in a female, that that I'm a female, really, trapped in a male's body. Well, there's one time, once, you know, I, you know, as a male, I was trapped in a female's body. Uh, But I escaped that by birth. (laughs) But... um, you know, these illusions, or maybe could we call them a delusion? Um, maybe perhaps the origin of some of the political correctness that has uh, come upon us was born out of the ideas of, uh, of creating an, an, an illusion. Oh, we don't want to make people feel bad, and, and we can't call them a midget. We're going to call them little people, or they're vertically challenged, uh, <laughs> I like to say, well, I'm not bald, I'm just follically challenged. Um, but these illusions are out there. I mean, we could get into Frederick Nietzsche, you know, where he says that we're all living in, a, in an illusion. Truth is not something that is simply true or false, and truth contains multiple degrees and dimensions, and truth are illusions. We've forgotten our illusions and all this psycho babble that's coming from uh, the left and trying to suggest that truth is not right or wrong or simply true or false. It's just, um, it's all relative. It's what you want to make it. He, he couldn't even agree to say that truth, uh, that there's truth that gravity remains constant. Now, I'm afraid that, hey, what goes up must come down. <laughs> That's just one of those uh, truths that are out there. But in some people's world, they want to live in an illusion that you know, certain that truths that we know to be true aren't really true. Now, there is a difference. Let me explain this. How do you know the difference between someone living in an illusion and someone living in a delusion? Well, the dictionary tells us this, that uh, both an illusion or a delusion, somebody believes something that's not true. But an illusion can still remain as an abstract concept to them. A, de- a delusion a delusion, is when that lie that they believe is something that clearly defines them and their misconception of reality. Now, I'm convinced today 
that there are many people in the Christian world that are living a delusion. A delusion, something that defines them, it's a reality, it's a lie, but they're actually living it, believing it is a reality. And what is this uh, delusion? That they're living a lie that they're a Christian. They think they're a Christian. They're under the delusion that they are. And they may have actually beliefs about God and beliefs about Jesus and beliefs about uh, that uh, Jesus is the Son of God, that he is a triune being, uh, that he's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They might even believe that he was born of a virgin, even believe that he died on the cross. But I'm here to tell you, the devils believe these very same things, but they tremble. Just because you believe those things doesn't make you necessarily a Christian. Now, it is important in order to get saved that you have to believe those things, but there's more to it than just simply having a, um, a just an understanding of those things. I believe that actually you can say you love God. You might even believe that in, in, in what the gospel message is, but you've not properly applied it to yourself. You're still under the delusion that you're a good person and that, therefore, because you're a good person, you're trusting in your self-righteousness that God wouldn't send you to hell because you're a good person. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, is that you're still living in a delusion and you don't understand yet fully the gospel and understand yet what the gift of salvation is. Um, God gave us the gift of his son to die on the cross, to pay our sin debt, and you're guilty and worthy of God's judgment and God's wrath for the enormity of your crimes against God. I'm convinced that a lot of people out there have no idea that their sins are deserving, the sins that they've committed are deserving, that God, that, that God has every right and culpable to send you to hell for all eternity for your sin. And because they refuse to accept that truth, they'd rather live in a delusion because it feels good. It feels good to believe that you're a good person. But the fact is, you're not. James chapter uh, uh, 2 verse 10 says, For if a man keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, if you've kept the whole law all your life and, and, and walked the straight and narrow path and been good, but yet offend in one point, the Bible says you're guilty of all. In other words, it, it, let's put it this way. Imagine the Ten Commandments as a chain, a link. Uh, for every commandment, there's a link in a chain. Ten Commandments, ten links. God's holding the top of the chain, and you're holding the bottom of the chain, and below you is hell. How many links on that chain need to, need to break before you're in trouble? Just one. You don't have to break all of them. You just have to break one of them. 
and the chain is broken. That's what James 2 verse 10 means there, that if a man keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. And the fact is, though, is that we haven't just broken one commandment once. We break, we've broken the commandments on many occasions. You say, well, where, where have I done that? I've, I've never killed anybody. Well, the Bible says that if you have hate in your heart, you've committed, you, 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 you're a murderer. And let's face it, I mean, when we've had hate, you know, I'll kill him for what he said to me. I'll yeah, get back. Why? Because we are fallen creatures, and we're sinful creatures, and that's why we, we're in need of a Savior. And, and the good news, folks, is this, is that God has a rescue plan for you. You cannot save yourself. Stop living in the delusion that you're a good person. Admit it. Fess up, humble yourself. The Bible says is that God resisteth the proud but giveth grace to the humble. When you humble yourself and become penitent and repentant of what uh, of your of your sins and admit the enormity of your crimes before God, then you are a candidate for God's grace because if you didn't, if you could save yourself, then you don't need God. But you can't save yourself, so therefore you do need God, and you need His gift. So we've been talking about delusions, living in uh, in this uh, um, concept that you know that uh, we can believe this myth. But if you're believing a myth that you're a good person, that myth will lead you to hell. Reject it. Admit the real truth and become a true believer. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.